0: hallelujah revival has began it's, it's already started don't we're not looking for it at some point in the future Arnold was uh, he called me yesterday he was at a convenience store some people going to work he was witnessing to the lady behind the counter checking him out and the guy listening was listening to his testimony and his presentation of Christ he followed him outside and said I want I want to do that. I want to, I want to confess that. I want to get born again. So right there on the sidewalk, he led him to Christ, prayed the center prayer with him. Hallelujah. So we sent Amber and Mike on a mission. They, you know, the, there was a lady that we prayed for about two weeks ago that was in a horrific uh, car accident, not expected initially to live airlifted and uh really broken up but they went up and i'll let amber share uh, briefly
1: good morning (laughs) even before he said anything i knew he was going to do this to me (laughs) (sighs) you know sometimes i just want to share just a second of something i was seeing while we were worshiping and i don't know about you guys but sometimes you get overwhelmed by all the people that we love and we love them so much and we want to do so much but there's so many and I just had this vision while we were worshiping and i've had it before of jesus up ahead and me behind and i'm just heartbroken because i'm like look at all these god there's so many what how am i going to fix it but the minute that i think i'm just going to follow him i'm not going to look around i'm not going to look at them i'm not going to look at their problems or how i can fix it and i start walking forward it's like there's all these strings attached to my heart and they're attached to the people and if i start walking forward they just line up they just all go towards him and there's not, there's nothing to figure out. There's no stress. There's just love and perfect love does cast out all fear, but it's perfect love for him and that perfects your love for them. <sighs> the girl that we went to see, it sounds, it's going to sound weird, but she's the mother of my children. She wasn't a friend, uh, I mean, she is my friend, but me and her have never had problems. But at a time in my life where I thought I would never have kids, the kids that she had became my kids, and I, my heart kind of closed around them and there's no way to get them out, they're just mine. There's not a niece, a nephew, they're just mine, and mom and dad know, they're theirs. Kirsten knows, she helped me raise them, <laughs> uh, but they're mine. And uh, she was in a horrific car accident. I know dad had told you she had a lacerated liver, multiple uh, compound fractures, a crushed foot, all this stuff and almost died. Um, And we were going up up there knowing that she was going to be, that she was healing. Um, But I was trying to figure up on the way up, me and dad talked a few times and prayed that the anointing would come. And I thought when the moment comes, God, soften her heart. We got there, her heart had been softened way before I ever got there. And uh, we had a moment, she loved on her kids. And right after that, I said, I thought, well, do I sugarcoat it? But I didn't. I said, Tony, if you had died, would you have gone to heaven? She said, nope. She knew she wouldn't have. And I said, do you want me to pray with you? And there was a nurse walking at that time. And before I could even move, she goes, yes, I want you to pray with me. So uh, we let the nurse do what she needed to. And then I stepped back up there. And she didn't just repeat the words. She slowly repeated them with meaning. And I, she got born again. and. Um, she if something happened tomorrow she'd be in heaven but um it's amazing too that her son for the past six months has just gotten closer and closer and closer to god and while we were there he was telling her his testimony and it made her even want and they were talking about the lord back and forth and it's just like every prayer i ever prayed at that moment it was just happening (laughs) Um, but we don't have to stress over the ones we love if we can just love him It'll all fall into place. So
0: good. <laughs> Hallelujah. We all we prayed also that she'd have an experience in that, even before Amber got there, and she had somewhere between all of the induced uh, sedation, the place they had her, and all of that. Uh, she went somewhere. And had a, a vision and saw uh, a place and someone gave her a book. And it, ha- it didn't have any writing on it and said, this is your life. Now you get to rewrite it. You get to change completely. Rewrite the pages of this book. So it's had a big impact on her. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Man, it's good to see... All of you here today and everybody that's watching, it's good to see my buddy, Darius Prelo and Patia. Good to see you guys. They're visiting just for the day. Man, I wish I could just keep them here for two weeks, but they're going to be in the service and and take off afterwards. But let's say hi to them. Let's all stand together. Hallelujah. We appreciate all of you being here today, and we've got a tremendous uh, teaching and message. The Lord wants us to hear here in a little bit. But why don't you go around and say hi to somebody. And just uh, greet them and bless the Lord. Amen. Well, welcome to the first service of 2022. This is a new year. You'll have to get used to writing 2022 now. So just about the time you figure out to put 2-1. Hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Uh, Then it changes on you. So. But we appreciate all of you being here and everyone that's watching. Wow, I just wish you were all here. Um, all of the, the different states and the different people that write me all the time, and I love you so much. And there's a couple of churches in, and, uh, in Tennessee that are Family Prayer Center, Amakley, and we're them in and Alabama. Mississippi, uh, love you guys, and uh, Georgia, man, can't say enough. Arizona, yeah, your folks, and Andrea, and, and uh, got a great friend over in uh, Washington State, Michael, he's probably watching, in uh, Maine, yeah, and what's it, what's it? Missoula yeah Jim I don't know if he's a friend or not I'm just kidding <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah and uh praise God orric mockley yes yeah, so the James is out in Oregon I just talked to you last night and yesterday we appreciate you guys so much and everybody it's just wonderful my buddy that's I don't know if he's watching this morning or not because it's probably in the middle of the night but my my good buddy from south korea that we communicate and we'll get on facetime together and just talk for a while talk for an hour and uh he's doing great so praise the lord so god bless you scott amen blessings blessings and blessings it's going to be a year yes Daniel from, from Seattle, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Good morning. Yeah, praise God. Now, they got to get up early to be watching this out there. They're like three hours difference. So, glory to God. Amen. Thank oh, Thank. Amen. 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 That confirmation, yeah. Now that wonderful side and that beautiful side, that comes from Natalie, okay? <laughs> yeah, Alex, I don't know. <laughs> Praise God. We appreciate all of you being here, and thank you for all of your giving throughout the year. We're, in just a moment, we're going to give you an opportunity to give again. Those of you that are seated, many of you give monthly online and or during the service online, so that's fine, too, but I'm going to give you opportunity to, to give. Um, If you want credit, obviously, um, then put it in an offering envelope and put your name on it, address. Hallelujah. Good to see Mr. Ellie coming in. Hallelujah. And uh, so at some point in in the future, we'll get a testimony from him and Jacoby on a miracle that took place in their life recently concerning her father. And uh, we're excited about that when she's here, we'll, we'll do that. So praise the Lord. Thank you for your giving. Um, sometime, maybe the end of this month, you'll get giving statements. We're, we're always faithful. We're, I, I don't have a mouse in my pocket. My wife is our accountant, and uh, you'll all get your statements. And uh, praise the Lord. Amen. So let's all stand together. and uh, let's pray if you have something to give you can bring it down if not you can say hi again to somebody as our kids are being dismissed during this time father we worship you we thank you for your great grace over this service and taking us in and already the reports of people being born again and that's what revival is about we thank you for all of our friends that are watching and everyone that we love so much and we appreciate them and their giving this morning. We commit this morning unto you and this day. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. God bless you. This is our assignment to receive this outpouring. And we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. No service tonight. Sunday night service. We will start that back up next Sunday evening. Please be in prayer to be part of those or at least to come and and, uh, visit (laughs) sow into them. We may start sometime this next year having uh, that as a streaming service so people can just join in with us and pray during that time. That would be good. So um, in just a moment, we're going to pass out a prophecy, a handout that was uh, given on December 12th of this past year this past year has been very prophetic very prophetic in this church at Tulsa and at Pastor Jim Martins by the way they'll be here the last full week in February we're excited about that this particular prophecy I believe is a very important a pivotal prophecy I believe it's very uh, strong in where we're going in this next year Um, I don't try to coin these things and make them up as if to say maybe they need to be put in some kind of category like the 2020 prophecies. I, d- I really, I didn't try to put all that together and say we need to have these and call them this blueprint. But if there was a blueprint for 2022, uh, this prophecy might enter into it as well as not only here, but other prophecies that are coming out of the prayer center and at Pastor Jim Martin's. And by the way, if you're not signed up for their Uh, prophecies that come out there, it's very easy, just go on their website and just request to be on their mailing list free of charge as well as Pastor Jim Martin's and uh, just some excellent things coming out of both of those ministries because we're on the same path together. It was incredible to me last night um, that I got a text from Pastor Jim and he said to me, you know we, we were back and forth bantering having a good time but he said uh he got serious for a little bit and he goes is it okay with you if i give a the uh, handout and do part do have do a video of the very prophecy that i'm going to hand out to you that came here a few weeks ago and i said absolutely please and uh So we we share each other's words from time to time, and uh, Pastor Jim felt like this was something to not only us, but the entire body of Christ as well, as I feel the same. So right now, with no further ado, if you guys, please, I'd like everyone to to get one. If uh, there's not enough, we'll share. But this prophecy came just a couple of weeks ago. There was one other prophecy. This was not, by the way, those of you that are watching, um, I can't hand you one through the camera but i can so right there in your living room or if you're watching this t- tomorrow which is your today go to uh the the church website which is broncflint.org and uh, right there this is one time it's okay for you to while you're at your little church setting to pull your your smart device out or your cell phones or whatever to go and uh so I don't know how this looks on a laptop, but when, it, when the face page comes up, the family prayer center, and then it's got my smiling face there for a little bit, and it goes away. But uh, up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little tray there. It says donations. Tap that, and then it'll go to prophecies, and then tap that. Yep, and then it'll all automatically open up to, uh, so what I did was I hit it twice. That's not real cool. So I'll go back to the 20, uh, I'm going to have to start over, slow down, so I'm just telling you, okay, so the 2021 prophecies are all there automatically, Uh, of course we're in a new year now, but the last one that is listed in, which would be uh, December, um, and it is entitled it's you or else, I have no plan B. So if you're sitting there, and I can't give you one of these handouts, you can just go ahead and go there, follow the instructions I just gave. There's a PDF to the far right uh, column. Tap that and it comes up. Um, The MP3 as of this morning wasn't working. We'll fix that, and that'll be up probably tomorrow. Um, But if if you're watching this morning, and you don't don't have one of these handouts that's the best way to kind of follow along with us as we go through this i know i've prayed i feel instructed to pray again let's all just agree together it's very important that we set ourselves in agreement and if you're watching set yourself in agreement with us and even tomorrow or the next day you're you're going to be part of this so father in the name of jesus as we look into this prophecy this present day speaking word that has come from the Lord that is part of our blueprint going forward. We're asking you to continue to speak to us corporately and then speak to us as individuals right there in that living room where they're at. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, every teenager, every millennial, every one has a part in this. There is no plan B and there is no second plan class citizens in your kingdom lord they're all sons and daughters and we praise you and we worship you everyone is so vital so vital to this outpouring and if there's any way that we can get that across it's through the power of the holy spirit so we read through this and go through it lord we just pray that you'll guide us and lead us accordingly in the name of jesus thank you father hallelujah Thank you, Jesus. I would encourage you, if you have something to write with, that you would make notes. Please take this home. Um, it'd be great if you could keep it in the leaf of your Bible, because we'll probably pull this out again over the next few weeks. Praise God! It's good to see everybody. Amen. Bailey, it's good to. See, I never get to see you up here in the front. Robert's taking care of Clark, I guess. Good. It's it's good. Finally, he does something. You know. Yeah, finally. Praise God. So let's look at this. And as I said, this prophecy came December 12th, which is just a couple of weeks ago. And it is entitled, really entitled, well, uh, It's You or Else, I Have No Plan B. We will discuss this as we go further. The Lord said this to begin with. He said this, there is coming a redefining to humanity of what the church is and the true message of Christ. This will not be seen to start with by the multitudes but is growing in places and secret places across the land and in private places of worship and small gatherings. People that are asking for more of me, I'm coming in their lives and placing upon them a burden that they will not be able to escape. Let me stop right there. To start with, I will tell you this, that though I have read this prophecy many times, several times at this point, I'm still digesting it. I believe more will be coming out in the fasting and prayer that will be taking place in the month of January for myself personally also looking at subsequent prophecies as well. By the way, let me say that as a passing advertisement. Please don't uh, leave it for chance. Your fasting and your prayer. Um, begin to contemplate, I hope you already have, and set aside, say, Lord, what what is my part in January or the beginning of this year? Um... Whatever that is, I don't know what that is. I'm not the Holy Spirit. It may be extended. It may be you know, a day on or a day off occasionally. It may be just missing certain meals of the day. If you're a person that's on medication, you're maybe already very thin, maybe there's a bunch of different reasons why, but do something do something every one of us need to do i'm looking around the room because i don't want anybody to feel like that i'm targeting anyone do something it's important that we do something and that we're we're consecrated to uh, scheduling our lives accordingly but the lord said here that he's placing a burden on us that we'll not be able to escape and i believe that because I have witnessed that in my life and in lives of others, that 2021 began to bring us to a place where, if I can say this, like never before, we're realizing, I mean really realizing, not with our heads, but with our hearts, what it's really going to take to receive this. It's really going to take far more than what I ever thought. But with that, there's far more grace than what I've ever thought. Now, let me tell you who your enemy is. Let me tell you who that enemy is. Well, I know, Pastor, it's the devil. No. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's myself. Well, maybe at times. But in particular, for in context to what he's going to say to us, your enemy, I know who they are, Pastor. I I had it out with them last week. No, 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 that's not your enemy. Your enemy is your closest friend, your mother, your father, your buddy, your peer that will patronize your weaknesses and excuses, why not to fully engage in what he's called us to do. The person who'll pat you on the back and say, honey, it's okay. It's okay. You really, I understand. People can be passionate. But if I'm going into war, if I'm asked to do something, if I'm going into a fight, if I'm going into a game, if I'm going into the fight of my life, for God's sake... tell me you don't have to be mean about it you don't even have to be public about it but for god's sake well sometimes i have to recover pastor i have to have mama or daddy or buddy or friend or somebody kind of tell me i'm not as uh it's not as you know i don't really have to pray as much or i don't really have to fast as much no, listen This whole church is not built upon the do's and don'ts of you getting to heaven. We're after a mission called revival. And the person who is your enemy, they don't know it. Maybe you think that they're your best friend. My peep, my friend, she makes me feel better. He makes me feel better because they tell me, no, you don't. No, 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 don't feel bad about that. You don't really have to change. Just be yourself. They're doing you the worst damage. Let's get together and talk about our weaknesses. No, no, no. Let's get together and talk about the change that can take place through the power of his word. For many, many have been led astray by the well-meaning by those who would put their arms around them and embrace them and say, it's okay for you to stay in your place of complacency, says the Spirit of grace. For lust has remained in men and indifferences and hardness of heart has remained in the church, in the women and in the men because someone was willing to make someone feel better about themselves when I, my spirit would go to them and convict them and say, Change. Have no sticky points or touchy points in your life, says the Spirit of the Lord. Oh, where someone can't mention that around you except. You get somewhat bent out of shape, says the Spirit of the Lord. Have nothing in your life that anyone could not mention or say in a good way around you that would cause you to go into depression, fear, anxiety, grief, envy, or strife. Seek to know me in a place where you walk where nothing that anyone says, does, or comes with has any effect upon your life, says the Spirit of grace. Oh, and yes, those who will speak the truth to you in love are those who will help bring you to another place in this day and hour. I, as your Father, continually speak to you in a place Of ongoing love. Hear my word. Respond to my word. Do not harden your heart to my word. But come into the fullness. And you will see. You'll see a noticeable change in your life. The change will be this. Less fear. Less anxiety healing to your body and even a promotion in your finances as I'm able to take you from the place that you are to the place that I'm taking you to says the Spirit of the Lord hallelujah father man I don't know about this folks I don't know I'm trying to I'm trying to share a prophecy that's past tense and then he starts on this. Do not ask. He said this. Back to this prophecy. <laughs> now, more work for you, Sarah. Okay. He said, do not ask for this. What? Ask for this outpouring or your part in it. Do not ask for more of me, says the Spirit of the Lord, if you're not serious. Because I will come to you and i will invade your life and even at times inconvenience your life for more of me says the spirit of the lord i'm i'm trying to gauge how much to say because i could go off on but this is what here's here's what i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of after 25 years kind of learning what revival's about i thought that kind of to start with I could have my life and then have his revival. And I'm realizing that it's all or none. I'm realizing it's throw it all in. But then if I'll give my life, then he'll give me back his life to live out in me. And I didn't realize to start with that I thought, you know, okay, I can have my life. I can have my little, you know, my little part in life and have my home and my family. and, And that's and we'll he'll help us to keep all that but i thought i was going to be able to do it without him coming and inconveniencing me but that's not the case it's not the case so it's inconvenience like arnold's on his way to work the guy's on his way to work and the guys and you're like i got an assignment i gotta get and and the guy's got i want that can i have that can i get born again well, you stop. You stop. Well, I might be late for work. Listen, you need to, don't, don't plan on, <laughs> you need to start giving yourself more time to get somewhere. Don't say, like, if I leave now, i will only going to be five minutes late. Leave 30 minutes early so you can be con- inconvenienced. Because you need to start planning on inconveniences. That's what revival is. It's you, him saying, now I know I'm not talking to everybody. Some are just glad to be alive and going to heaven. But I'm talking to the revivalists. That's what I've been called to, to train revivalists. I'm talking to Green Berets. I'm talking to Navy SEALs. I'm talking to people in the spirit that want to go someplace. Well, I just want to stay saved. Wonderful. Come with us. That's wonderful. But what I'm, tra- I'm training, we're training those who want to receive an outpouring. Hallelujah. And the little lambs that are crushed will go and put a splint on your leg and will raise you up and, and uh, pamper you, and I'm not saying that in a, good, a bad way, pamper you in a good way to get you healed. And then we'll say, come run now. Come run. Well, I'm just trying to survive the holidays. <gasps> oh, I just Don't back into 2022. Don't back into it. Face it and run into it. I need more in our n-r-g well maybe you do if you've gone through something physically lately but i can tell you this as a sports enthusiast somebody just in the natural you don't get more energy by getting more and more rest Now, if you're sleep-deprived and only getting like two or three hours a night, and then you're working 10 or 12 hours a day and eating real bad, you probably do need some rest. But if you just have some kind of normal life, sitting only makes you more tired. It puts weight on you, makes you more tired, gets you more lethargic. It's It's all the way back to Newton's laws. Anything that is stationary only stays stationary. And that which is moving will be apt more to move. In other words, the more physical energy that you put out, the more energy you'll get back. You'll feel more energetic. The more that you do something, exercise, I'm just using that. I'm not trying to get us all to start exercising. I'm just saying, the more you say, well, I need to rest to get more. No, no, no. More rest at a certain point will just make you more tired. So more like, I need, a, I need a vacation in the Spirit, Pastor. No, no, no. You need to come out of your vacation in the Spirit, look right into 2022 and say, I'm, gonna, I'm going to bust you wide open with fasting and prayer. I'm going to knock you down. I played a little bit of football. I knew this. You could get hurt either way, but you're definitely going to get hurt if you pl- take plays off. If you patty-cake somebody's going to clean your clock if you just run up there and touch that guy you're going to block you're supposed to block him i had blocking a sign if you if you just patty cake him somebody's going to blindside you knock you out if you don't fully engage in this the reason why the people that get come to our services and it just makes them mad and they just they then you don't see them for three or four weeks and it they're not fully engaging you have to fully say yes i will do this father and when you do that somebody said this is a hard message to follow no it's not it's not hard to follow christ if you fully commit it's not hard to keep his commandments it's a very easy thing to to follow christ if you keep his commandments if you love him and say okay i will do this it's not hard when you say it's hard you're just testifying of yourself saying i'm not really i'm not really fully engaged Lord help me. This song. we have. Have we got through the first paragraph? For those who ask, and those who seek, and those who knock, I need to back up because I think I skipped. Because I will come. He's talking about if you ask for this, but I, I will come and invade your life, and I even at times inconvenience your life for more of me. Says the Spirit of the Lord. For those who ask, and those who seek, and those who knock, they will be answered. They will find and it will be opened unto them. But the defining of how I will come to start with, for many of you, will be a difference in your life that will redefine many places. Okay, here's I need this redefining because here's where it's important because otherwise I'm thinking there's no way to do this. Some are, and he's, he's talking about to everybody out there, and some in here, like when you hear me say, let's engage Some are in a quandary. What's a quandary? It's like a, I'm kind of confused. I don't know. Can I do this? Some are in a quandary, believing that your heart is petitioning me for more of me, says the Lord, and yet not fully persuaded if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, are able to make the journey of commitment and inconvenience. In other words, you want to engage. You want to become part of this, but you're saying, no, wait a minute, am I really, can I do this? What if I'm inconvenienced? What if God start asking me for more time in prayer and in fasting? I'm not even hardly able to keep up with what I'm doing now. But I say unto you that for those of you that will invest yourself, I will multiply your time what took you hours will only be moments what occupied hours of brain time and searching will come through my authority and much will be given to you to dictate through the spirit and to accomplish more even to the extent that more time will be given to you that you'll have left over time the temptation will be to do more in the natural with what time you have but i say unto you says the spirit of the lord What I'm going to sow into your life, I'm I'm going to sow in your lives the benefits, and you'll reap the benefits of having more authority over your time. Use your time wisely and redeem the time, says the Lord. Spend more time in presence and in intimacy and in fellowship with me, says the Spirit of the Lord. For I am seeking to redefine, he goes back to this again, I'm seeking to redefine christianity what christianity looks like so here's the promise here's the promise that if you will so here's here's what i'm seeing so i'm asking you to take this right you know because i'm not trying to be the holy ghost for you it's more important that you hear from him about what i'm saying than what you hear me saying concerning we're all together in this But there's personal things that he'll say to you concerning your time. But what I see him saying here is that if you're like, honestly, I want to be more engaged in this. I don't know how to do this and give him more time. But the Lord says here, if we will engage, if we will commit, if we will say yes to this, time will be multiplied. Do you know... I think even the busiest people that think that, they, that there's nothing that they can waste don't realize how, much, how many time wasters there are in their life. And they're duplicating, doing different things where there's shortcuts in the spirit where you save. What if you could save 15 minutes here and there? What if you could save that? How would you invest that? Well, the temptation is, more tv <laughs> or more looking at the stock market or more this or more family time listen family time's important that's a that's a that's important but he's talking about I'll give you that but what your what what your investment to me in saying yes if i come to you and show you all of these many kind of shortcuts will you give me that time will you give me that time in prayer and intimacy hallelujah i got done the other day i said this i got finished with my time my time should be more than most everybody as a leader as a pastor and i'm finding this more and more in my life and then the afternoons i can't you know i was like i'm you know technically speaking i'm good to go technically speaking i could spend the rest of my day lifting weights or working on the building project or doing whatever else or doing whatever else you know i've got a, a whole lot of other things a whole lot of other things i've got varied and sundry interest and i've and there's a bunch but the you know, I'm talking about interest as far as legal. It's, it's okay. But my whole life, and I just, I said, and I, I find more and more, and I'm not even saying this as an example to you, but I said, wait a minute. I could do something else right now, or I could go back into my room and spend another hour in prayer, or another two hours in prayer. And I said, hey, Candy, I going back in. She knows now that's... So, listen, well, you're the pastor. No, 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 no. wait, 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 just a minute. I'm, he's calling a bunch of revivalists. Your part, I don't care where you're at, is vital. We're a bunch of streams coming together as tributaries to create one river, the river called revival. And I don't know how, I do not, don't ask me because I don't know how it works, in this but time and distance doesn't matter in other words you oregon people or you alabama people or your georgia people what you're doing there to join in with us is creating an atmosphere not just over this region but it is conducive to a a a rebounding or a it's an echoing back and forth it's a something that is being created as you're entering into this and all of you that say okay i'll help in this I'll help, Pastor. I don't know how much I can give time. I'm not, we're not talking about finances here. How much I can give in time, but I'll do whatever I can knowing that, see, as I went in the other day, I, I saw this kind of mini vision in a sense. I, I said, there's a membrane, a dome, uh, something over a or over this region, and it's called the Mountain of Unbelief. Okay, I keep ministering out of uh, mark 11 about whosoever shall say into this mountain and that really that mountain is just one mountain it's it's individual mountains but it's the same mountain as matthew 17 where they said why couldn't we cast them out and jesus said Whosoever he, he he talked about the mountain again whosoever will say into this mountain well there's just one major mountain it's called the mountain of unbelief and that's why no region has a incredible miracle working power revival our job description and everybody that's watching me our job description is somehow to break in penetrate that step into that portal and destroy that dome that's over all of our minds i've talked about the matrix to destroy that and bring that back in your contribution whether in this house or whether there is bringing all of these tributaries together when you when you say what because i can't see you monday when you say you know what uh i feel like you know what today i don't feel like time i don't have it but i'm going to sit here and pray or i'm going to still you get home you you come in from work i'm going to pray because what i'm doing is i'm not only sowing for my life i'm sowing towards this corporate breakthrough called revival What's that going to benefit me? Oh, my God. Listen, you are going to be so glad in the days ahead when you watch this house fill up. And we say, we don't know what to do with this. Let's go to the field. Rex gets us a tent. We'll get out there in the field. We have a 1,000 people. They come and say, you can't do this anymore. You know, and we'll say, okay, we'll go someplace else. You know, we'll, I don't know where we'll go. We'll be like the Israelites. We'll follow the cloud by day you know, and the fire by night. Amen. We'll go find a field someplace and get under it you think that's going to no my, as surely as i stand and live and breathe either you're beside yourself and a crazy man pastor i might be but i believe it with all my heart it's become a reality to me it's as real as anything this is not santa claus it, excuse me <laughs> they're all over there <laughs> sorry damien <laughs> i'm messing mess with my grandson Look at, look at paragraph three. The world has, is that where we're at? Somebody help me. The world has seen a powerless, sin-filled church that is more a country club and something to belong to than a viable, spirit-filled, righteous, walking church filled with Jesus. Many of your friends and many of your acquaintances do not even know that you go to a place like this that is seeking and outpouring to change the world what's your ambition pastor change the world well you need to be in politics no 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 i i politics way too low for us that's a way too low a calling you need to be the mayor of your city no 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 my goodness why do i want to take a second you know mm, no would you like to be the president oh my step down from my call That is going to change. Do not ask. Wow, he says this again. Do not ask for this unless you're ready to be inconvenienced. But you will at some point have to make cho- a choice. Now here's the choice. And this is the choice that's always there. Either you'll harden your heart and live in a place where you make up your mind to settle for second best. Or else you will choose to go all the way with me, says the Spirit of the Lord. And that's where you need to watch your friends. Or if you have a friend. Now, oh, I'm, I, when I said your enemies, they r- may really, really love you. They may really love you. <laughs> but if, uh, if they're telling you it's okay, you don't have to change. I know you've got a temper. It's okay. It's mama was that way. Daddy was that Oh, no, no, no. You're a revivalist. Who, t- who told you that? Who told you you didn't have to change? Who told you? we're called to something the world hasn't seen well it's you're really raising the stamp this is what we're where we're trying to get to is ground level this is basic stuff this isn't this is not well you're teaching some highest no 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 we're just teaching matthew mark luke and john we're trying to get the church back up to 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 uh, kindergarten class we're just trying to get to kindergarten class we're not we haven't reached phds yet The blind will see, the lame will walk, the deaf will hear, the dumb will speak, the dead will be raised, thousands and thousands will be born again in this outpouring. Hallelujah. They'll be absolutely born again. Some of you, and even now, many of you that are standing here, and I didn't like this part, I don't know, I've asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I hope that there were a lot of visitors that day some of you but listen you better take this serious concerning yourself some of you and even many of you that are standing here today will not be here in time to come you'll choose another path path you'll choose a more convenient path but for those who will stay the reward will be great do not settle in these final hours for anything less than perfect says the spirit of the lord As I have said in another place, and he's talking about, I'll just tell you particularly he's talking about Tulsa, that a very subtle attack is coming. Somebody said, well, I don't know what was a subtle. Listen, subtle means you don't really recognize it. If it's something that come up and punch you in the nose and everybody says, I know that, you know, that was an attack. A subtle attack is like, you you wake up in something and you realize you were in something and you didn't really realize it to start with because it was taking you over like a, you know, slowly. A subtle attack is coming. I will say in this place, and I have heralded and say the second to that, that there is a subtle attack coming to the body of Christ, to those who are specifically said, to those that are called revivalists. Now, do you know what this is? Not really, not really. He spells it out somewhat. I'm going to be fasting and praying and asking him more, for more revelation on this. But he says, do not settle for the second best. It must have something to do with this. It's very close. He says, do not go another way. Do not choose another purpose. Do not figure out another route. Stay in my presence. Stay in fastings. Stay in prayers. The earth has never seen in 2,000 years a group that will emerge like you will emerge I am not saying that you will get smaller. Thank you for that clause, Lord. But if you do get smaller, if this house, and he's talking about this church, gets smaller and even whittles down to even a smaller number, number, do not fear and do not relent. Now he says, I, I just counted this up. I didn't have any idea when he was saying it. Seven times he says this. Increase, increase, increase. Increase, 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 and increase, says the Spirit of the Lord. Do not say within your heart, I have heard these things before, and oh, I hear them being said again today. Do not harden your heart, says the Spirit of, the, of grace. For these things are being said to you because I love you and because I have found a place within your heart, hearts as a group of people that I can say these things. And if a man bears fruit, did I not say I will come and purge that man, that woman, that they would bear more fruit, says the Spirit of grace. That's John 15. That's John 15. Listen, my best friend, which is the Holy Ghost, or somebody that is walking with Christ, they won't won't chasten me publicly, and they won't ever say anything, derogatory but if they're filled with the holy ghost and they get an opportunity to and 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 you give them an opportunity to speak in your life if they're sharing like the holy spirit shares it's just to instruct you in how to go further into him and lay down excuses if somebody if i'm going into a professional fight and I know that the guy that's in there is the toughest guy in the world. I don't want you to patty cake me and tell me, oh, you're, you're just so good. You're just so good. And you see weaknesses. You're my trainer and you see weaknesses. That extra five, ten pounds that you gained, that doesn't matter. You'll, you can use it to knock him out. No, he'll knock you out. Why? Because you'll be slower. You'll be more lethargic. Your friend will tell you, hey, <laughs> you know what? I know you're doing good. You're his. You're, you're all right as far as him lo- loving you. But you better trim, you, you, you better get some of that. <laughs> you better trim down. You better get some of that pouty stuff off of you. Well, it's just they didn't recognize me, and I just don't. You know, in every service we go to, it's all about prayer and all about fasting. Well, he just called you out. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody tell me you're glad you go to this church. <laughs> if a man bears fruit, he'll only, Jesus said, okay, if you, what does that mean? Like if you start getting in, if you, if you start engaging, don't think I'm going to just, he'll squeeze you, he'll hug on you and love on you, but he'll say, you know, since you're, since you're really serious, now let me train you like a warrior mommies while you're washing dishes while you're changing poopy diapers while you're doing all the stuff you need to be praying in tongues and asking him for the wisdom to know how to engage you're my hope i love this you're my hope in the earth i have no second plan for those of you that are watching and those that are here this is all one prophecy to everyone and as he said to this group So he says to you, many of you that are watching, some of you, some of you, if you do not garrison your heart, you'll not be here a year from now. I don't like that either, God. I don't like that either. But he's he's trying to tell us how serious this is. No, Pastor, I love you. Man, I just, I am with you on this. I am with you on this all the way. And I, I accept that. I believe that. I'm not going to contend with that. I'm going to say, yes, I believe you. Are. And I'll tell you what, the further we've gone, the more that those words by the diehards have really meant, they've really, really meant what they've said. In other words, maturity has blossomed, and I've seen that the roots now are stronger than ever before in those who are committed to the, I'm not asking you to commit to me, I'm asking you to commit to the to the message, to him. But if that same feeling or that same words of like, I'm, you no, know, Pastor, I won't. You know, Peter. Now Peter wasn't born again. I know that. But Peter set his, he, he said, no, sir. He he, he defied Jesus. Jesus said, you will, you will deny me tonight. And he he set his will against it. I will not. I will. I will he 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 made an oath, even if I die, I will not deny you. Okay. Do you know I'll tell you what, I don't know what we would be running. Um I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a min I don't like exaggerating, especially in church. I'd say a minimal of five hundred, maybe a thousand. If the people that had said, I'm on I'm on this forever had stayed but something came something came something came watch your ambitions in this year if you want to make money that's fine but watch spending too much time on trying to invest on trying to get rich on trying to do this on the well, my job thank god for a good job but pastor, my job, I just can't, I, I'm, I, I have to get up at, before daylight, come you know, home at dark. I don't have, I, the, only, I, I, the only thing I can do is eat, go to the bathroom, and sleep. Well, you need to seriously either ask him for another job or change some things about your life Pastor Dave used to say it, cutting off a room. In other words, you don't really cut off a room in your house, but he was saying if you need to downsize, if you're like, you know, I've got my mortgage is $1,500, $2,000 a month, and I've got to work that to keep it up. Well, you may need to sell that house, get into a smaller square footage house, so the money that you're making at a reasonable You know, I don't mind, you know, he doesn't mind some overtime. But if you're just living your whole life for working and making money or invest, listen, we're going to talk in the next couple weeks. He's sharing with me about investing. And I got some things to say from the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Watch out. Watch out in this next year. Watch your time. Watch your energy. Watch your money. Watch everything. But I'm telling you, for those who want this, you can be more blessed than what you realize, but you're also going to be inconvenienced. Okay? Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Thank you. You're my hope in the earth. I have no second plan. How far did I get down? If you don't garrison your heart, you will not be here a year from now. But I will keep you, says the Spirit of grace. I will hedge you in. Some things are coming that will sparkle. I think this is part of that subtle attack. Some things with glitz. Some things that will resemble almost the closeness of power that we are seeking God for. It will have a great resemblance to this calling. And yet I say unto you, do not take that door. Not, do not take that door. Don't go down that path. The doctrine is not as sure. The path is not as filled with righteousness and godly integrity. Stay on this path, says the Spirit of grace. This is the path of the apostles. This is the path laid down by the foundation of your apostle, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Do not choose the easy route. I will vitalize, I will bring vitality to your spirit. Don't be lazy in your spirit. Don't take the easy route. Don't expect someone to do it for you. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say. I'm calling all of you as sons and daughters, as priests and priestess, to stand before me. Whatever your part is on a daily basis is vital to this. You add to the river your stream, adds to the river says the spirit of grace now, you could tell by what i said earlier that i'd meditated this because i saw this your stream you that are watching your private devotional life and everybody in here you don't you kind of think that's yours but it's also yours and us it, it belongs to me it belongs to terry it's a corporate it's it, it belongs to sarah you know it, it belongs to jasmine it's whatever you're doing we you know of course we don't know we don't want to know about your weakness <laughs> Or your occasional, you know, Lord, forgive me. But your corporate going into him is adding to all this. And I, you, you don't really realize it, but it's adding to the strength of this river. It'll break. We're, we're wanting to break this dome. We're sending So far, all of our missiles just hit the top of this thing, and they, don't, they just disintegrate. We want to, can I say it this way? There's a nuke in the spirit that breaks this whole thing open there's something that penetrates this and explodes it and it's all of us working together your stream adds to the river says the spirit of the lord it may not be the hours that your pastor is praying it may not be the hours that some of your leaders are praying but if you are obedient truly obedient to what i'm i've asked you to do then you're doing your part but lay down excuses lay down excuses of why you cannot pray why you cannot be in church more, lay down excuses. For many of you have said, I've received this clearance from the Lord. You know, if you talk to, sometimes people will tell you, no, I'm good, my conscience is good on this. I don't have to be here uh, all the time. And they'll say, I've heard from God. The Lord said, go back and recheck the voice. Now that you're more mature or deader, I don't know if that's a word, but we, we made it up. or it's, It is? Okay, thank you. None are completely dead yet to the things of the flesh, not even the one that's me is present or speaking presently. But the more dead you are to the flesh, the clearer my voice comes. You have two voices speaking to you. And one is the voice of the flesh, which will often describe or to camouflage itself as the voice of the spirit. But the deeper you go in me, the more you will be able to distinguish whether it is you pacifying your flesh and giving it an excuse of why you cannot pray more or whether it is truly my spirit giving you a good conscience concerning the activities of your life. Now, you can be very busy. You can be a very busy person combined with your praying activities sometimes I'm and I know I'm not because this is just me it's every one of us you should sometimes I'll think God you know I'm the busiest person on the earth with all the different things I'm having to do and that's not true there's others but I'm telling you you get the praying part done first you get that part done that's your first and you work around it even if you have to come back to it in the middle of the day or two or three times a day follow me in the days ahead You have no idea how much I need you. I love this. This is amazing. You call me, you call upon me and call me Lord and Master. And so I am, says the Spirit of grace, to provide for you. But I turn to you and say, I have no hope on the earth except you on this plane. This is your part. This is your assignment in the earth to receive this outpouring. Much of my church will never progress past Programs, I will bless them a hundredfold where they're at, but they will never progress. It will do you no good to look at certain churches and say, in essence, pray for them, Lord, pour out your spirit, because some of them, though the pastor is saved and the people are saved, they'll never pat, they'll never go past programs. That's all they'll ever see, and I will take a great multitude in the harvest from them. But understand this: if you have heard. With your ears, this journey. Then you've heard. This is what all of us are hearing. Come up higher, says the Spirit of Grace. And for you, I'm laying my hand upon you to come up into a place where your eyes see, they see the truth, and your ears hear the truth, and you will never be satisfied with programs, says the Spirit of Grace. Now, the, here's the, here's what happens if you come to a church like this, or Pastor Jim's church, or out there where. Gary and Alan and Hans and Pastor Tim. Is, if you ever get enough of this in you you, you, you can't go back. I mean, you just totally, you go, if you, if you ever get, if you ever do get mad at me enough that you don't show up and you go someplace else, you're going to be miserable at that church if they aren't preaching revival and if they're not teaching you to die to the flesh. You'll, you'll think, oh, I, you know, I'm just so glad that I don't have to hear one of those, die to the flesh messages again and you'll just sit down and you'll think man this guy is so far off he needs to be teaching these well you need to get your butt back in in church (laughs) in real church time amen you are my prize in the earth and all correction that i ever give you i give you desiring for you to know my affirmation and my love and my hope for you there is no plan b there's no secondary choice many have said that if now i've heard this all different people say this if i fail then the lord will just raise up somebody behind me the lord said this is foolishness says the spirit of the lord for when i take a man or a congregation and groom them for 20 or 30 or f- 30 40 or 50 years And bring them to a place of fruition where they can bring forth. If they stop their journey, or if they turn, or if a man called, or or if a man called, or a woman called, stops and turns aside, I have no plan. I have no other plan. For I have groomed them for decades for a purpose. I cannot raise up overnight someone that has no knowledge, someone has no strength in prayer someone who is not grown up in maturity just think how foolishness is how foolish this is he he puts us through 25 years of fasting and prayer same message calling in the lost saying you know, i say and we're speaking and, and then we go through all these metamorphoses in the spirit where we're you know it's just grudgery grud, you know we hate ourselves sometimes and we hate somebody else sometimes and we, you know, we hate coming to this church sometimes and yet we get breakthroughs and we say praise God and that's all a transition process and it takes years and years and years and years of growth. And then to think that it's just going to take somebody off the street that just got born again, there are no downloads. Do you, do you, growth is not a download. Growth is growth you can get a download of revelation that but i'm telling you you're not going to take a somebody that's a baby christian or even in this a couple of years or whatever and they're not they have not proven themselves in some real hellacious and i'm talking about hellacious fights where they didn't like the pastor or there was a cute accusation or they had problems with a brother and they worked through that they worked through it and they they battled out, they got into the word, and they prayed in tongues, and they fasted, and they said, you know, God, I'm working through, that's character building. That, that old, that's revivalist building. You can't download character. D- character cannot be downloaded. You get born again, but character has to be, it has to be grown. And it comes through battles. It, God doesn't send them, but it comes through these battles. It comes through testings and trials. If the four, if, if, persecution and uh, affliction doesn't get you that just name in the different ones if affliction in other words if all the sicknesses and the devil trying to steal your finances and persecute if that doesn't get you then he'll throw in the next level which is lust of other things deceitfulness of riches you know in other words he'll draw you aside with some kind of something if you battled past that if you paddle past that, and I just read one of Pastor Dave's vintage, test, uh, vintage uh, prophecies the other day. My God, I, I just love my pastor, Pastor Dave Roberson. He he, there was that. The end of that was, and I can't, I wish I had it in front of me. But the basis of it was how much pleasure the Lord has. Now He has pleasure in all of us, and when we're battling in something and we're trying to get our head back above water he loves that but the lord said that one of these end of these prophecies and said how much pleasure he has when somebody is is doing good or their life's in order and it's not out of necessity but they choose in other words one thing to choose to pray because you're either going to go crazy or you're gonna die. That's good. Praise God. You better do that. You better do that. But it's but but man, when the sun's shining and you got a pocket full of money and you're happy about life, and you say, you know what? I'm just gonna throw down and do a 20 day fast or a 10 day fast or a, no necessity. I'm gonna go in here and pray for several hours, just like just like just like my tail was on fire, just like. Just like my world was falling apart and nothing's, nothing's going on. God's like, you better, all you angels, y'all better get up. Y'all better get up. Y'all see that? He's going in there. She's going in there because they love me. They're not going in there because they're just pleading their case like, you know, and if, you're, if, if your world's on fire, do that. He loves that too. But oh, there's some kind of special, like when you're like, uh, He's going to love me if I sit here and watch this Western and this football game and spend the next eight hours, ten hours of my day. I'm doing good. I don't hurt any place. All my bills are paid. My kids aren't going crazy. And you just say, wait a minute. What if I just turn this thing off and spend the next two hours? with my hands lifted high, worshiping you. Somebody said, I, I hadn't caught a break like that of a good time. Well, talk to the Lord and say, would you, could you bring me out of all my trials so I, can, so I can prove to you that I'll choose you when nothing bad's going on? Make all my hurts and always go away, and then I'll, and I'll, I'll prove to you. I'll do that. he says i have no no plan i have no other plan for i have groomed them for decades for a purpose i cannot raise up overnight someone that has no knowledge someone that has no strength in prayer someone who has not grown up in maturity please as long as you live let me teach you this one thing people that come off the streets can love god with all of their hearts and be so glad and they can they've got a born again nature they have righteousness but that doesn't mean they have maturity that you don't need to be taking advice from them they they cannot maturity has to again it has to be grown it has to come through experience and most of the time through a lot of fights that you won okay okay it's you or else says the spirit of grace if you fail in this assignment then it will be many 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 more decades for this region For the time is now and the time is short. Stay in your place. Stay in your assignment, says the Spirit of grace. So we're basically, we're almost done. But let me just say these few things. I'm so grateful for all of you and for all of you that are watching because you're part of this. And I appreciate you. Um, I couldn't go to other, I can only go to two other places as far as I know right now. That's Pastor Jim's and um, Tulsa. Uh, now, I could go to any of these home meetings and they'd let me preach this message and the people would receive it. But I can't go. I don't know any place to go. I actually, I pray. I've had some pastors ask me in the last couple of years to come to their church who ha- have 1,000, 2,000 people. And I'm like, oh, God, I pray to God. they, because they're, they're, I'm going to call you. And I'd see him at a restaurant, I'd see him at a place, I'm going to call you, I want you to come and preach. I'm saying, I'd, I'd say, okay, okay, it's, uh, praise God, I'll, okay. I don't want to come. I, I always pray God calls him to forget. <laughs> calls him to forget. Why? Because I can't, I know, even if I'm a good boy, even if I'm a good boy, I'm going to make a lot of people hellaciously mad. And I'm going to cause a lot of, even trying to be good, even trying to, if I water this thing, you see, we've come to a point where if you water this thing down way, way, way down, you're still way above what most of them are hearing. And I'm saying, I've told the Lord, please don't let, don't let them remember to call me (laughs) because I don't know what to say. Because you know what? Here's the other thing too. Don't ever, if you get, if you're ever invited to go to somebody's place, you owe it to the pastor, because we're not, we're not a bunch of people that cause us insurrections. You're supposed to tell the pastor, look, sir, I don't believe, have you heard what I've been preaching lately? Because you, you need to listen to the last ten sermons, and then and it's okay if you don't want me to come, because I don't want to cause problems for you. I don't want to cause, you're not supposed well, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to give them the straight of it and it's going to cause a big mess and I'm going to walk out and that's going to, no. You're not supposed to cause problems any place that you go. So if they say, yeah, come, it's okay, I've heard you, well, then go and give it to them. <laughs> hmm. Praise God. But it's so, listen, it's so important. This is you know, we got five minutes here and I'm closing, but it's so important that we stay laser-focused, laser-focused, that we don't get one degree off. When I say one degree, I'm not talking about temperature-wise, I'm talking about directional-wise. You know that on a compass there's 360 degrees. If I'm looking, I'm actually looking west here, but if I was to turn to my right and look north, if I'm looking at zero On a north scale here, revival happens because we're all, the leadership, the eldership, we all keep praying. And what we're hearing, all these messages that we're hearing the last of last year and even the beginning now, they're very strong, they're very strong, very strong, but you're able to receive it. Marty told me the other day, I think it was Wednesday night or something, because, you know, one of the differences is before you're kind of having to say things and kind of hold back and trying to be nice. But he said, now you're just able to go ahead and say it and we're able to receive it. So that is a level of maturity for you as well as for me. And so we don't never need to be trying to say stuff just to, you know, make a big impression. But when it's truth, zero is revival are any of us at zero yet? I don't, I don't believe none of us have come to the place in our flesh that we're told, I know none of us are dead completely. That's, you know, if anybody in here says, well, I'm completely dead. No, you're not, ma'am or sir, because you'd be having incredible revival around you if you're completely dead. We're, we're, we're honing in on zero, but these words, these prophecies help keep us getting closer and closer so we don't want to get one degree off. One degree, the further you go, the worse it gets, okay? My dad always gave a great example. He was talking about, you know, when you're sighting in a rifle, if you're at 100 yards and you're zero, that's perfect, that's fine. But if you're one inch off at 100, that doesn't seem to make much a difference, you know, because if you're, if for all you sports people and people that like to hunt, you got a window this big of taking your game so one inch really doesn't matter at 100 but you go 200 300 400 500 600 then you get a space like this we can all meander together and sound like we got the same talk but if your heart is not totally with us together at w- if we're not if we if you get going one percent if you're holding one percent inside of you and you get off if you get off in another direction like in this year, the further we go, the further the divide. Do you understand? The further we go, the further divide. It sounds like we're all fellowship, and we're all saying the same thing. We're all, you know, revival, yes, amen, die, yes, yes. But if you've got something inside of you that's looking towards glitzy, sparkling stuff, I don't know what this subtle thing is. I, it's, it's subtle. It means it's going to be hard to see. But we're going to see it. What if, what if another ministry that's kind of like all of us start having major, major, major kinds of miracles? And yet, to accept that camp, we've got to accept a little bit of, well, we know that's not right, what they're teaching, but they're having miracles. Here we go. We've shifted just a little bit. At six months, there may not be a difference. You get six years, we're way from where we started way from where we started way from the foundation the further you go the worse it gets so if you're not totally one we're, we want to be one degree we don't want to be one degree not one degree off hallelujah praise God amen pray simply pray to him ask him uh, for time time robbers they may be they may be things that are not totally not sin but can you can you buy maybe 20 minutes a day by not doing that anymore or or whatever um don't be condemned i'll say this don't be condemned by others who are not willing to make the journey um i loved this adage and i've placed it in my heart for years i saw it i don't know it's it's said in different ways but nevertheless it's the truth your lack of preparation does not constitute an emergency on my part. Do you, did you hear that? Let me, Your lack of preparation does not constitute an emergency on my part. In other words, and that goes for, and I'm not preaching to you, I'm saying adopt that in your life. In other words, if a person won't do, if they won't pray, if they won't confess, if they won't engage, then when their world starts falling apart it's like everybody needs to help me <laughs> and it's an emergency well no sweetheart it's not an emergency it's not an emergency for me i'm not trying to be mean or indifferent but your panic attack is not an emergency for me i will teach you how to get past this but you need to do what you need to do for all of us every single cuz for years i've seen people that in the church they would not pray they would not engage well, you see, they got mad at Jesus for the very same thing. They got mad at him. Well, kind of. They were a little bit. You can tell in Scripture, Mary and Martha were like, we sent for you four days ago. <laughs> where were you? I mean, like, didn't you not? I mean, he, they even said, you're best friend, basically. He died. You should have got up out of where you were at, come when I called. Master, if you would have been here, he would have, So what I'm saying is don't be indifferent to people, love people, love them. We've all been in difficult situations. I'm looking at the camera, all of us have been in difficult situations. But if people, I've had people call me at times and maybe their marriage was falling apart, they just had a bad fight, but they've been fighting for 15 years and not not praying. Don't mess up my football game for something you want fixed. <laughs> I'm just being. But do you understand what I'm saying? People's lack of preparation does not constitute an emergency on your part. Minister to them, but minister to them in love, and be strength in their life, and say, "Hey, champ, we can do this together. We can do." It. Now, listen. If you're if you're going through, and I, because I've went through some things where I needed help, and I've called on my pastors. At the, if you're engaged and you're going through hell, I'll sit up with you all night and I'll pray for you as many times as you need prayer. Because sometimes that's necessary. It's sometimes it's necessary. But I like to know the person is engaged themselves. Okay, and that's where we all need to take, you know, responsibility for our lives. Amen. Hallelujah well praise the lord amen strong service strong prophecy let's all stand and right when we're trying to give one prophecy he adds another one sorry sarah hallelujah no service tonight but have you been edified because edification is not always just a running shouting message it's growth praise the lord So, Father, we thank you for growth. We are growing. Thank you for this prophecy and the prophecies that you've spoken to our lives. And, Lord, we thank you that we're growing by your spirit, not by might, not by power. And another word that you're speaking to us is that, Lord, that we're not to lean to our own understanding, but to lean to you. You're the one who's causing us to grow, not ourselves. And we just thank you and we praise you. We bless everybody that's watching and everybody that's in here today. We bless them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Happy New Year to everyone. And have a wonderful, blessed day. Amen.